Welcome to this episode of Discover the Vocation. I'm your host, Father Danny Santos. It's great to be with you. Welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful summer. Um, but as it is, first uh, month, Monday of the month, we got a brand new episode of Discover the Vocation. My guest today is Brother Benjamin Ripley. But Brother Benjamin is currently a member of the Order of Friars Minor of the Holy Spirit Province of Canada and fully professed. Brother Benjamin, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We were talking a little bit about the interview right now. You're a, you're on vacation, so you're you're out of habit. But we told we said it's not a bad habit, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm at my brother's place here in, in Dutton. Excellent, excellent. So uh, welcome. And uh, since you're in Dutton, it's a great way to start because we were talking a little bit about earlier. Um, even though you're you're serving outside of the diocese of London currently, you were born and raised in the diocese. Actually, uh, you said around Dutton. Can you share with us a little bit about your background? Like, where did you come from? Where were you born? What was your experience like before entering uh, the community? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a local here in the in the area area called West Dalgan. Uh, I was born in St. Thomas Dalgan General Hospital uh, way back <laughs> hundred years ago, <laughs> 1974, <laughs> and. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was born and raised here in this area. Um, first in uh, Iona Station, and then uh, then into Dutton area. And uh, so I I went to all the schools here. I went to uh, Dutton Public School, then uh, West Dalton Senior Elementary School, and then uh, West Dalton Secondary School uh, for my grades uh, um, grade nine to, uh, to eleven. And uh, so yeah, I'm. Local. Uh, my dad was a truck driver, a long haul truck driver, and my mother was was when we were young. She stayed at home uh, taking care of us. Uh, I have uh, I'm the oldest of uh, three brothers. There's three boys, uh, and um, and right now uh, both of them are are married. And uh, my youngest brother Jeff uh, has uh, has uh, two two young uh, twins, uh, nine nine years old here in this house and uh they're, they're out right now but so so uh too bad i can't show you off to them to them <laughs> uh, young 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 boys uh but uh yeah so yeah my my my, my roots are here uh, right now i i haven't been living here for over 20 years but i always love coming back and mm. uh and uh to see my roots and to get get reconnected to my uh, community and uh and and in my, my faith uh, as well. Uh, I had a different faith background. Uh, uh, well, it was not Catholic. Uh, I was raised evangelical Baptist. Um, it, uh, my my uh, my mother and father uh, were very very uh, devout, and uh, so they took us to church and uh, Sunday school, and and encouraged us to study the Bible and uh, prayer and uh, and all the things that come with. Uh, such a up, upbringing, so yeah, right. So, so that's a good portion of my, of my life, uh, from all the way up to my young adult years, uh, and uh, up to up to uh, the end of high school. So, yeah, great. That's yeah, that's my connection here with this community and this this area of Ontario. Great, great. So uh, as you shared, you know, you were not Catholic. Was this a decision you made later in your life? Was it something your parents uh, supported you, or was this something that just you know, happened out of the blue. Like some people might wonder, like, how do you go from like not being a Catholic to being a Catholic? Um, I think with me it was uh, a gradual process. Uh, um, I guess seeds were a bit planted uh, when I was 
yeah, my my teenage years younger, because uh, I had Catholic friends, uh, went to went to school with Catholic uh, uh, um, Catholic uh, friends, and uh, so uh, I, sometimes I went to mass with them. Sometimes I I met uh, met other uh, priests in the area who uh, who were uh, pastors of St. Mary's Church in West Lorne and uh, other local Catholic parishes around the area. I was always impressed with with uh, the priests and and, uh, and the beauty of the sacraments and the beauty of the church. Uh, so kind of planting seeds uh, um, younger and uh, but I always wanted I always always want to uh, honor 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 my family and my my tradition. So I I I I stayed at stayed at Baptist up to um, my uh, until I was twenty five uh, or. Close to twenty-five, close to thirty, I think. Yeah. Um, my thought. Well, I think it. My decision should be uh, up to me now. And uh, if I make waves in my family, uh, should not be afraid of that. So I, I made the decision uh, when I was uh, in British Columbia. Actually, I was I was in the Navy at the time, and uh, and I was stationed stationed there in Esquimalt. And, uh, and I decided to take RCIA um, and, uh, at St. Andrew's Cathedral in uh, 2005, yeah, I, I believe. And, uh, and, uh, but it's something my, my, my family supported. They, they were 100% behind me and wanted to, me to pursue what I, what I thought, felt was right for me and, and uh, make my own, my own choice, my faith. And uh, they're 100% behind me. So I've been blessed with that. And, and God be praised, uh, 2006, Easter Vigil, I was confirmed into the Catholic Church uh, by Bishop Richard Gagnon uh, of Victoria Diocese. Awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> a lot of people uh, don't expect in, to be in the military and have a conversion through the military, but I mean, that, that's, that's remarkable. Um, so what led you from, I mean, yes, uh, it's great that you had a conversion to the, to, to, you know, the Catholic faith, the truth of our faith, but all of a sudden, you know, now you have this sort of stirring within right to discern now a vocation to you know to brotherhood what led you to that was there a, a particular priest or a particular uh, encounter or was this just something you kind of had in the back of your mind even before you became catholic um, um i think it was in the back of my mind a little bit before i became catholic during during my my uh my uh education my uh catechism to become catholic um um that back in the mind how to serve my my church and uh now I've always been one of service and always wanted to be uh, uh, serving, like either serving my country or serving uh, my my, fam my family, or so I wanted to serve my church, my chosen church. So, uh, um, where this life was back in my mind at the time, uh, um, but uh, I think it solidified uh, when I was in Victoria. Um, um, I, I encountered uh, an elderly Franciscan who worked worked at the soup, soup kitchen. At the church and also always at daily mass, uh, and uh, he was a Franciscan and, and part of the uh, OFM Franciscans in Canada. And my first encounter, and I was impressed at the humility and the service to the poor and to uh, to the community. Uh, so it got me interested in more religious life and uh, the Franciscans in particular. And uh, and uh, so I started to reach out uh, when I was discerning. Which which groups I've been like communicating with other groups too, like uh, Benedictines and uh, Jesuits in Canada and other groups. Uh, 
the Franciscans were the ones I, I, I felt most uh, connected and at a home with uh, how, how it kind of kind was right for, for my, for my uh, personality and my, 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 uh, my, my charism. And uh, so they want to live to in, live in with others in fraternity with others, also serving, serving the uh, margins of society. So yeah. Excellent. That's how, yeah, that that's great. Um, you brought you brought up a good point. Charism, you know, some people might be hearing the orders of Friar Miners. They might, you know, they've heard of Saint Francis of Assisi, and uh, you know, some people have watched uh, the 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 popular film uh, Brother Sun Sister Moon or, or have read you know his biography. You know, but if you were to sum up the charism of your community, um, what would it be? What would it kind of be in a nutshell, if you will? Um, uh, just living the gospel life in the community, uh, uh, living living. Uh, and humble service to uh, uh, to the poor and uh, and to the margins. Beautiful, beautiful. Take us back to your your entrance into the community. Um, we've heard some of our priests in, in this in this show discover the vocation. We've heard them share their their experience at uh, the seminary and their inspiration through their discernment and their formation. What was your discernment and formation like? Were you uh, by yourself? Were you with brothers? Did you have to go to to like a seminary or a school to, to for formation? What what was it like? Um, well, first I entered as a postulant. Uh, it's one first stage for the Franciscan vocation. Start off as a postulant. You become a living community and a that's living that's walk and uh, living and seeing, uh, living and deciding. Like I wasn't a Franciscan then. I, I was just living with the brothers. Uh, it was in Edmonton, Alberta. That was our uh, postulant house, and uh, and uh, living with them and doing getting get. Uh, working in some ministry and uh, taking a couple theology courses and uh, also just uh, living the life of the, of the brothers and community, the prayer life the, and the community schedule of, and just seeing if seeing if it's actually right for me. And uh, uh, so that was, that was a one year process. Uh, I was with one other friar, one, oh, sorry, one other postulant uh, with the two of us and uh, with our postulant director in, in the house. Um, uh, and uh, the, the uh, Sony professed brothers, we had it fluctuated between like seven and almost fourteen. Uh, <laughs> those, those those years I lived there. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it was a very good, very good supportive house. And and uh, after Pashansi, um I petitioned to be to enter the uh, Franciscans as a novice, as a novice, and uh, and they accepted. And in two thousand ten, I. Myself and my my fellow friend Boshland, we went as novices to United States, and we were went to uh, Cedar Lake, Indiana, and uh, for one year novitiate uh, with American novices, and uh, from other provinces, uh, we were interprovincial uh, uh, novitiate, and uh, so again uh, we lived in as a community uh, studying Franciscan charism, Franciscan history prayer, um, spirituality, uh, outside uh, apostolic service, and, uh, and, uh, and I, as well as uh, getting the basics of being a Franciscan and living in community and all the, all the ups and downs of that and uh, learning about uh, ourselves uh, in the process. So, and, uh, so yeah, it was very, very, very thorough and very, uh, Reflective, uh, uh, and next between uh, 
active and contemplative uh, novitiate. So yeah, so we had a, we had a good uh, good breadth of uh, of subjects and uh, and study. So so I came back to Canada, uh, back to Edmonton, and to study uh, theology. Uh, well, first I did not myself. I did not have a uh, an undergraduate degree, so I first got a BA. Uh, at Concordia University of Alberta, uh, BA of History, and and then I went entered uh, uh, my theology studies because um, every, every every Franciscan takes theology, and uh, at least a couple of years uh, myself, I I uh, started my theology studies in 2011, uh, I believe, and uh, at Newman Theology College College uh, in Edmonton. Um, which is connected to St. Joseph Seminary uh, uh, in Western Canada. You uh, might, might have heard of that, uh, that school, that seminary. And, and uh, so, so I, I, my class, I was with uh, Franciscans uh, as well as seminarians from the, from the diocese, mostly from the West. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so I, 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 I obtained a Master of Divinity, um, um, graduated there, in, from Newman College at 2014, and I, and I started uh, um, like apostolic work as a brother. I was a uh, lay brother, and um, then the year after, I was uh, professed solemnly, uh, professed, uh, which means I, I took permanent vows for the uh, rest of my life in the Franciscan order in 2015. And, uh, which was a joyful celebration, and uh, all of my family, my Franciscan brothers, and yeah, you know, it was a wonderful celebration, and and uh, very very special. It's just always a special time in one's uh, religious religious life is your final vows, and uh, kind of like kind of kind of like a, med- a marriage, like a wedding. So <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, and just like a wedding, instead of you know vows to a bride and groom. Till death do us part. You're making vows to the Lord, you know, in in poverty, chastity, and obedience. Exactly. But, but what's beautiful is, and we discussed this a little bit before the episode, is apparently you're discovering your vocation within a vocation now. Uh, and it's not to say that brotherhood is, you know, lesser than. But you've discerned as well now to the priesthood. What was that like? Was was you know what were the brothers like when you told them like I'm I'm thinking about the priesthood now? Were they kind of a little bit whoa? Where did this come from? Well, yeah, that that was certainly. Uh... One of their first questions, and uh, where where did that come from? Because uh, uh, the brother vocation, it's in itself, is a very special vocation uh, to to serve uh, to, to serve uh, people, and and uh, and uh, and in itself, uh, and uh, a special vocation to just maybe it's a bit more a more freeing vocation because uh, we don't brothers. Uh, don't have well don't uh um pres- preside the sacrament so they're more free to go into other uh, areas of ministry like uh, chaplaincy uh um s- serving in pro- professional uh capacities uh organizations and uh and uh so uh, it's a very much trying to encourage a better vocation and within the order um but i was for myself i was working chaplaincy as well and in, in hospitals and in prison, and, and uh, I I started over the, the uh, after 
few years of my religious life, I started a, a stirring a, a vocation to uh, to the uh, to the ordained and ministerial priesthood. And so, because uh, um, I want perhaps uh, wanted to able to bring the Eucharist to others and bring bring the bring uh, the presence of God to others uh, through the Eucharist and through confession, uh, uh, sacrament of uh, anointing of the sick. Uh, uh, yeah, and serve as a as a minister minister in that capacity. So uh, I started to feel feel that uh, call to that calling, that, as you say, that vocation within my vocation. And uh, so uh, that's uh, what I what I decided to uh, bring to my order and uh, uh, ask ask my order to uh, for me to start my formation as a priest, uh, which I have been doing the last couple of years and. Uh, and I mean, I was serving my pastoral internship at St. Francis of Assisi Church in Montreal, um, and uh, this, this past year, I just finished the, this uh, this past this summer. So it's been a wonderful, wonderful uh, year of learning about myself and learning how to be a minister to to uh, to others, to a uh, to a parish, and and uh, and uh, working with. It's very multicultural, so it's a wonderful uh, opportunity to uh, um, interact with other cultures as well, and uh, and to be a minister to them, and uh, and to and just to uh, be be it was sometimes humbling, you know, what, things I did not know. <laughs> so uh, so it was a very blessing, a very very growing experience for me. So now I I will. I've been informed that I, I I've been accepted to become a transitional deacon and in, uh, in October twenty second in Montreal uh, by Monsignor uh, Alan Forbear uh, will be presiding and uh, so uh, thank uh, thank God for this this step in my in my uh, my vocation. That that's great. I mean, uh, definitely our our viewers and those listening will definitely pray for you on that day. I know it's a very special day to be ordained to the transition diaconate as well as to the priesthood. Um, you know, it's 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 just, it's your step forward towards your final vocation as as I as I consider it. Um, now, diocesan priesthood. When we're ordained to the priesthood, we are serving under a diocese, so we serve under a particular territory. So in my case, I serve under the diocese of London. And I jokingly tell people it's all the way from Wingham to Windsor, Sarnia to Simcoe, and everything in between. It's wherever the bishop needs me there. Right. Um, exactly. Right now, currently, I'm the director of vocations and seminarians, so I don't really have a parish of my own, but I, I minister to the diocese in, in this special ministry. But for yourself, uh, you know, as a Franciscan, uh, what is the difference? Will Will you be taking, you know, uh, um, uh, responsibility uh, for a particular diocese or a particular area, or is it based on where the superior needs you? Oh yeah, for myself, I because I belong to the Order of Friars Minor, um, for my province, uh, I might take, might be, I'll be ordained. Uh, I'll be my my responsibility is to the province and and to and for my order. And uh, for, as I said, my minister provincial will and with the council will will uh, in, in dialogue in dialogue with me as well. Uh, I have my input uh, as, up to my province. To where I will serve and where, where uh, at what where where I am needed and where, and based on my desires as well. But where mostly where I I am needed, um, it's that's how that works for me. Yeah, and uh, 
but uh, at the same time, we we live, our houses are in diocese, so we have good re relations with the bishop, and uh, and I will reach out. My promise and, and I will reach out to the bishop of whatever they are diocese where I am, and uh, and to see how I can serve an outside capacity uh, within the diocese as well. So there's always that relationship uh, um, that a friar has to cultivate. Uh, so, but uh, ultimately is the needs of the province will dictate where, where I am, where I serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing in our diocese, you know, people always kind of want the inside scoop, but like do priests have any say in terms of where you guys want to be sent? And actually they do, they ask us first and foremost, you know, are you happy with this? And if we say, you know, not really, they can review or under obedience to our bishop and, and in respect, we say, okay, you know, this is where, if the bishop turns around and says, well, I, we really need you there then we say, okay. So in the same way, I imagine it's similar to you in terms of the, the good of the community, the good of the province where you're needed. So, you know, you could say, yeah. I really want to be, you know, in uh, near Montreal or, or near London or wherever. And, you know, your yeah. order might say, well, we really need uh, a priest in Vancouver. We really need a priest in Edmonton. Yeah. Then you have to yeah. kind of follow, but at least, you know, you're going to be within a community of brothers serving in, exactly. the, in, the, in the parish. Yeah. And it, 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 it also a little while limits uh, to where we are serving, we are in Trois-Rivières, in Montreal, in Quebec, uh, and we have housing in Alberta and British Columbia. So that's that's where we are. So it's either up to one of those houses. So <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. as much as I love to, I would love to come down to London and help serve. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, unfortunately, we we don't have we don't have houses in London. So <laughs> but. Uh, um, but uh, we, we never know what the future brings, so yeah. Never know, <laughs> never know. Um, yeah, exactly. I want to thank you for your time, Brother Benjamin. I know you're on vacation, but we really appreciate you sharing your time and sharing your story, and and especially the, the joy of you know you moving forward towards a priesthood. I think it's really important that men hear that you know sometimes within our vocation we find a vocation within a vocation, um, and 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as we discern it with our spiritual director, and as long as we're obedient to the authorities we've promised obedience to and we can go forward with that. Before we go, um, there might be some young men or even some young women uh, listening to the program or maybe some people young at heart who are discerning and thinking about the next steps, maybe to a religious life or more importantly, you know, to, uh, to the brotherhood, especially for young men or to the priesthood. What advice would you give those individuals that helped you in your own discernment in terms of taking the next step? Um, I would say continue to... Uh... Um, to be open, open to the calling, and do not be afraid. Uh, um, there's there other options that come to you, uh, and very attractive. Uh, but continue to just uh, with that uh, discerning of religious life and and or the and priesthood. Uh, just be open and not 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 to extinguish it, uh, um, but it, but also like uh, so that's that's when that spiritual director is very important as well as because. Um, um seeking the advice of uh um good good people uh, and, and 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 priests uh, your your pastor or um uh someone who is in religious life can tell you what life is like and uh and uh so yeah just continue to cultivate those cultivate those connections and help you with your discernment and uh and prayer above all prayer as well and and uh just seeking god's God's presence in in uh, in your life and what do you 
what he wants to, what he what he's calling you to do. So just do not be afraid and uh, and, just, and uh, be open. So that's my advice. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Brother Benjamin, thank you so much for your advice. Um, we're going to keep you in our prayers uh, through the Diocese of London. Uh, for those who are watching, those who are listening, we're going to keep you in prayers on October 22nd for your diaconate ordination. That's very exciting. Um, and God willing, and, and you know your superior's approval and the bishop's approval, you'll be ordained to the priesthood. And we hope we can have you back maybe next year uh, for another episode. And you could share with us a little bit about your insight of what the priesthood's like. Because now you, we know what the brotherhood's like. Now you could share with us what the priesthood's like within the order of Friars Minor. I would love to. Yeah, thank you for having me, Father. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm Father Danny. This is the conclusion of this episode of Discover the Vocation. Join us next month, first Monday of the month, same vocations time, same vocations channel for another great episode. God bless. Bye-bye.